Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. Today is December 18th, 2023. And beloved actress Brittany Murphy died 14 years ago on December 20th, 2009. Her official cause of death was pneumonia and anemia or iron deficiency. And five months after Brittany Murphy died, her husband, Simon Monjack, passed away with the same exact cause of death, pneumonia and acute anemia. But more on that later. So over a decade has gone by and the public is still so bothered and so fascinated by the deaths of Brittany Murphy and Simon Monjack because there appear to be so many unanswered questions. How do two somewhat young, healthy people die of pneumonia and anemia five months apart? Three years ago on this podcast, I interviewed Simon Monjack's mother, Linda Monjack, and renowned forensic pathologist, Dr. Cyril Wecht. Linda Monjack threw out some crazy sound bites. At one point, she told me that Brittany, Simon, and Brittany's mother, Sharon, who also lived with them, were terrified of something or someone. Now, just as a refresher in general, Brittany's late father, Angelo Bertolotti, who passed away in January of 2019 at age 92, had hired Dr. Cyril Wecht to do some additional tests on Brittany, on her hair specifically, as Bertolotti thought she had been poisoned. He was not convinced that she had died of pneumonia, and he spent years trying to find out what truly happened to his daughter. And while Dr. Wecht was extremely puzzled by this entire case, he said it was one of the strangest cases he'd ever seen, he couldn't conclude that Brittany had been poisoned. He said the heavy metals found in her hair could have been from hair dyes. So that's one opinion of one forensic pathologist. So take that as you will. In 2022, Britney's brother, or half-brother if you want to get specific, Tony Bertolotti, who was age 74, spoke to the media outlet The Sun, and he claims that foul play was involved in the death of his sister. He obviously shares the same sentiment that his father did, and he said he won't rest until he figures out what happened to her. Now, this is really interesting. I was never aware of this, but Tony said to The Sun that he discovered there were three people in control of Britney's estate, her mother, Sharon, a newspaper editor, and a doctor she was being treated by. He didn't name the newspaper editor and he didn't name the doctor. So for those that are unaware, Simon Monjack was never in her will and he was never going to be left any part of her estate. And he knew that. 
Her estate was always going to be left to her mother, Sharon Murphy. I feel like the term newspaper editor is really outdated. I think it would be more believable if he said something like magazine editor, perhaps. And additionally, it's very clear that Brittany wasn't seeing a doctor and she hadn't seen a doctor in a long time because it would appear when she needed a doctor the most, when she had pneumonia, she didn't go to one. In the article, Tony added, quote, there's no way she died of natural causes. It's impossible. It's bullshit. Total crap. It was obvious to me she was taken out, end quote. Tony also adds that Brittany has millions of dollars somewhere that only Sharon Murphy knows about and that nobody can get in touch with Sharon Murphy. And this is where Tony loses a little bit of credibility to me. Because I'm thinking now, okay, do you really want to find out what happened to your sister or do you just want these millions of dollars? And going back to the doctor that was allegedly treating Brittany Murphy and allegedly in charge of her estate, I'd be really interested to know who this was. When I interviewed Dr. Cyril Wecht, he was very adamant that Brittany was absolutely neglected by a doctor by Simon Monjack and by her mother, because when you're 32 years old, pneumonia is completely treatable. On Brittany's autopsy reports, they attribute her anemia to heavy periods, but Simon Monjack's anemia? I have no idea. I have no idea why he would be deficient in iron. It was also a well-known fact that the house they lived in had mold, and When you inhale mold, you can sometimes be a little paranoid. If you inhale it for a long period of time, you can see things or or hear things. So when Linda Monjack told me that Brittany, Simon, and Sharon were terrified of something, I thought perhaps it could be the mold messing with them. And, And mold also could potentially cause pneumonia, but after some additional research and thinking, Sharon Murphy was in the same house, but the mold did not affect her like Simon and Brittany. She never got pneumonia and she walked away completely healthy. But the fact that they were all afraid of someone, here's where I'm going to speculate. And I've been discussing this on TikTok. If you don't follow me and this is completely new to you, I think you'll find it really interesting. So in the HBO Max documentary from 2021 called What Happened, Brittany Murphy, they feature an interview with celebrity trainer Harley Pasternak. Harley Pasternak has trained celebrities like the late Mac Miller, who sadly died of a drug overdose, and he trained Kanye West, who infamously had a meltdown in 2016, where he was handcuffed to a stretcher and taken to a mental hospital. And the night that this all happened, Kanye just happened to be at Harley Pasternak's house. And who could forget in early 2023 when Kanye was having another meltdown and he leaked the text messages that Harley wrote to him where Harley essentially threatened him. And this is what the last part of the text said verbatim from Harley Pasternak to Kanye. Quote, second option, I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Playdates with the kids just won't be the same, end quote. Hmm. And then Harley trained Jessica Simpson, who famously was a hot mess at one point and, and then got sober. 
And then, of course, he trained Brittany and Simon. So in the documentary, Harley talks about Simon coming to him the night after Simon got engaged, saying, hey, Harley, I want to work with you. And according to Pasternak, that's when Simon racked up a huge bill that he didn't pay. Going back to his engagement, allegedly, Simon was engaged to a woman named Simone Bien in 2001. So I'm putting these timelines together here because Harley did not say any dates in this documentary. It was very vague. And I only know the name Simone Bien and the year after obviously looking it up on the internet. And it says that Simon and Simone divorced in 2006. And of course, that's when he began dating Brittany. So in the documentary, Pasternak says the phrase, one day. One day he came to me and said, I'm dating Brittany Murphy now, and we're both going to train with you and I'll pay off all my debts. So... It seems like Harley Pasternak is really forgiving in terms of getting paid. I mean, apparently you can wait five years between paying your bills. Something about his timeline just didn't sit right with me, but more on Harley in a bit. Let's go back to Simon. So Hollywood Life reports that Simon Monjack had a child that was born in 2003 to Elizabeth Ragsdale, with whom he had a relationship with in the late 90s and into the 2000s. So he was married to Simone Bien from 2001 to 2006, but in 2003, he had a child with another woman. So Ragsdale was also in the HBO Max documentary discussing Simon and all of the shady things that he allegedly did to her, and it looks like Simon ghosted her when she had a baby. So at one point, they were living in different countries when she was pregnant, and when she finally got to New York to have the baby to meet Simon because he was living in New York at the time... She got there and she was told he had already found someone else. So he was definitely playing Simone and Elizabeth at the same time. I actually reached out to Simone Bien to see if she would do an interview. She did not respond to me. I mean, I don't blame her. I'm sure this was a very painful time in her life. But man, I feel like she could really fill in a lot of gaps here. And side note, I also reached out to Linda Monjack again for another interview, but I haven't heard back from her. I'm sure she's just like, okay, everybody leave me alone. But okay, let's get back to Harley Pasternak. So Based on what I know about him and what I've shared with all of you, it seems like he's not just a celebrity trainer, he's more of a celebrity handler. And there are a lot of conspiracies around him. I mean, if you go to the internet, it's just crazy. They do say he practices mind control, But you're going to want to pay attention because what I'm about to say kind of backs up the mind control. And now this is obviously my speculation and what I found, but his Wikipedia page shows him studying as a scientist at the University of Toronto for two years. And I'm aware that Wikipedia is not always a source, but I did back this up. So he studied at the Department of National Defense and Civil Institute for Environmental Medicine. That's also called the DRDC. And this was from 2005 to 2007. Now I'm going to share with you the functions of the DRDC and what they really focus on in their studies. 
quote, human systems integration, human performance in stressful environments, simulation and modeling of the human in complex military systems, human issues in command and control, team performance and collaborative behavior, psychology of malicious intent, and social and cultural factors influencing behavior, end quote. Why it makes sense to me that Brittany could potentially be scared of Pasternak is that this sounds a lot like mind control and that he is a handler. And Pasternak said in the HBO Max documentary, when he first met Brittany, he felt like she was quote unquote on something. And it was reported that the last few films Brittany worked on, she was difficult to work with. And that was mainly because Simon entered her life. So my speculation is that Harley Pasternak was called in to potentially make some changes. I interviewed a friend of Brittany's named Lucy Rendler Kaplan. She's now a PR exec, but she was an actor at one point. She's awesome. I met her through a junket of some sort a few years ago. And not only was Lucy friends with Brittany, but Lucy was her body double in two films. And she truly thought that Brittany was just so malnourished, which is why she acted loopy. And I'll, I'll play that clip a little bit later. But Elizabeth Ragsdale, who's the mother of Simon's child, also backed up that fact because she said in the documentary that Simon liked anorexic looking women. So I'm going to play some sound bites of my interview with Lucy because, gosh, she says a few things that are just so interesting. So I'll start with Lucy just talking about how she met Brittany and how she became her body double. Yeah, so I did okay. two of them. So I did I did one of her last films, uh, The Dead Girl. Oh. And then, uh, which was really creepy because she died much, not long after that. Um, and then I did Love and Other Disasters. So first I did that and then I did The Dead Girl and that was the last one that I did. Um, there was one more I was supposed to do and it was a, it was a kind of a funny story because I had, each time I did body doubling for her, they cut my hair, they dyed my hair and she and I back then looked a lot alike anyway. Um, and so there was this one film and I can't even remember what it was. I think it was one that she never actually ended up doing and they had cut my hair and they dyed my hair. And I was on my way to set that morning. And at the very last second, she decided to use a friend of hers from her dance class. And like, that's just, that's just who she was. Like she was, if you were her friend, she was so loyal and one of the best things that I think I learned from her was always help the next person. You know, if there's anything you can ever do to help someone else, do it. I thought that was really nice. Everyone always talked about how sweet Brittany was, and I just can totally see that. So now I'm going to cut to Lucy's initial thoughts about Simon Monjack. He did a film that he was part of, and that's where she had originally met him. Okay. Um, on set and when I met him I it was more like <clears throat> it was more like an obsessed fan like oh you met you met him yeah with her once 
Oh, yeah. okay. That's the that's kind of the feeling you got from him was he was kind of just a hanger on. Okay. Like, I didn't think I never thought it was going to become anything. Did he seem um controlling? I mean, you mentioned, you know, obsessed fan a little bit, but did he seem like yeah. he I think that like I think that, you know, right in like the year leading up to her death, she kind of dropped off. Um, she kind of drifted away from like our main friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, I, you know, that happens a lot to girls. Like we get a boyfriend and he becomes our whole world. Yeah. So I don't think I really thought anything of it past that. Um, I think in retrospect, we all, you know, I think in retrospect, you always try to make things make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I think it was more of that in my head where now, you know, it's like sometimes you read too much, but it never had occurred to me that like she was very unhappy there with him or that, you know, he was d- trying to keep her away. I guess maybe like later, like towards the end, mm-hmm. closer, people had that experience, um, but it, yeah. it wasn't really mine at that time. This next clip is discussing Britney's behavior on set on her last few films. I guess it was more like he was showing up drunk to her set and she, instead of like, you know, putting the work first, she defended him too much. Like she just kept making excuses for him and didn't want him not there um, or was too scared for him not to be there because of him. And I think that's then when everything like ended with her about her being part of that because people just didn't want to work with him. Yeah. They had to. Unfortunately, that all makes a lot of sense and I can totally see that happening. And this next soundbite is interesting because Lucy reiterates that Britney was sober. So everyone commenting that they thought Britney was on something or she took pills or whatever it may be, Britney was sober for most of her life. When she and I knew each other, we were both, we were actually both sober. Um, and I always, you know, she was quirky, you know, and, and, and sometimes she was like a little ditzy and I always attributed it to the fact that like, I don't think you're eating enough. Like, I don't think you're nourishing your body. And I think that's starting to like eat away at your brain. Um, and I feel like that was my, like, that's where I went, you know, that's what I went to. This last clip that I'm going to play from Lucy is is some really odd info about Simon and Brittany hanging out in their bathroom. The only thing is it goes into your idea of like, that is complete control. You know, yeah. that, that he wasn't going to give her over to someone mm. or even be away from her. I mean, they never spent any time apart. Right. You know, right. at That's that weird. point. Yeah, right? like weird. they would hang out in that bathroom. Like they would hang out there and like read, you know, to each mm-hmm. other, like in the bathroom. Like it just, it's just all so odd. And it just, because I know like they used to hang out in there and that she used to like go there for her quiet time, like that even more so the fact that like it's so symbolic that they both died there. Oh, so you mean they used their bathroom as like a hangout? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She did. I mean, she would like go in there for solace and quiet. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like. And they would read to each other in there? Yeah. Yeah. I remember like them talking about that or like a friend of ours being like, I walked in and they were reading in the bathroom. That is just 
so funny that they hung out in the the bathroom and that's unfortunately where Brittany passed away. And just for the record, Simon passed away in the bedroom, but yeah, that house was huge. So to have your hangout spot be in the master bathroom is pretty interesting. And something else that I want to note is that Britney Spears owned that house and she thought it was haunted and she could not move out fast enough. And Britney Spears has even posted about Britney Murphy's death on her Instagram. Ugh, Hollywood can just be so creepy. I am just, I am not ready to give this up. I feel like, again, there are so many unanswered questions, and I do have a top forensic analyst that will be ready to dissect Britney's autopsy report in January of 2024, so stay tuned for that. I'm really hoping that he can pick out anything that could potentially be a red flag because I am not giving up on this. I am absolutely not giving up. So thank you again for listening. You can email me at lauren at magicshack.com if you have any comments or questions or just anything that you want to say surrounding the death of Brittany Murphy and Simon Monjack. All right, guys, thanks for listening. I'll be back with another episode next week. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volex XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment, no maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or to proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.